Uh, we put fully in, in the dock the department our, or our government because when people begin mining, they talk about sustainable mining, which means that you're preparing, you, you're gaining wealth, uh, uh, plowing the resources out for future generations. And what we find, we have yet to find one mine closure certificate, which means that there are about 6,000 mines that are regarded abandoned in the country. Uh, I think there's about 300 of them in Joburg alone. And we have yet to find mine closure certificates. And the question must be put to the department, why is this so? Because the, the people who took all the wealth from the ground should be able to be found. Mm-hmm. But, Sakina, there's a separate issue which I want to throw your curveball on, is that we work with poor mining communities, and they get obs- they get worried when we talk about illegal mining because there are a number of groups. Yesterday we met at the Human Rights Commission. A number of groups, poor people, uh, uh, we met a Hrikwa community yesterday saying that some people are mining illegally on their land, their ancestral land. Mm. So when you raise the issue of illegal mining, let's extend it. The men with suits also do wrong. It's okay. Not I want to come back to that one. But before we get to that, I just want to continue on the vein that you uh, were talking about these abandoned mines and and, and what happened to the owners. So what does that mean in essence, Hassan? Does it mean that the necessary procedures were not followed in trying to close down those mines, which now provides access to uh, the Zamazamas? I think two years ago, uh, uh, the investigative journalists, I think probably linked to Mail and Guardian elsewhere, took out a PIA application asking the department to show them how many mines were properly closed. Now, I think it suits the government because to, uh, to close a mine, uh, every year mining companies have to set aside money to make sure when they're not there, they, there'll be enough resources to ensure that the land is put back to more or less the condition it was before it was abused, abused or raped, really, quite clearly that. But I don't think they've kept up with that. It's very untransparent. We don't know how much money has been set aside, whether it's paper money or real money. And then the regulation is very, very poor. But when this happens, often the government, the people we elect into power, then become the the agency of last resort to try and make good. Because if they're saying people are dying, they're falling in sinkholes, mm-hmm. the government can't say, well, uh, only let's look for the guys. Well, they should be doing that all along, right? So, So the government and and the corporations in some way in collusion to make sure the situation exists. But I don't believe if SARS can find you to pay your money, clearly these guys can find the people because they're on a stock exchange, they're in London, they've got big homes. You follow the track record. They often sell these mines before they, they, these mines reach their near the last legs to Kulubose or someone, you know, a black mining house who wants to reap some bucks. But clearly... The ones who've caused the years of degradation and violation of the earth are the ones that we can find. I don't know what the green scorpions are doing. I don't know what. We've got so many scorpions and hawks. Clearly, this is easy to find because these guys have got big homes and we can follow the history. We Mm. can find them. And then, then, as you say, it beggars belief as to why um, government, why wouldn't government pursue these entities because they are left with the mess so they have to clean up the mess uh, which is also then seemingly not happening because we see what the activities are that are continuing. Yes, you know, we were there in June. I mean, you must see what these uh, so-called illegal miners do. They buy a lamp 
from this Chinese shops for 25 rand. Red, tight around here, it works with some batteries. They get some food, and some of the handlers come every day to p- collect what they've picked up. You know, so quite clearly, we've met, we spoke to some of these people. Our researcher David van Weyck and others did interviews with them, but we were there, and I went to see this, and uh, with some students recording this. So they are losers again. These guys who are doing this mining are not the winners. They're mm. getting a kind of salary, right? Sometimes a thousand a month, you know, or so, you know, so a thousand I, rand a month. Yeah, and, and I mean, you, Sakina, you were saying that uh, we must touch the issue, the thorny issue of uh, for because the minister, uh, Minister Zwane, said that they they've looked and all these guys are foreigners. Mining in this country could not have been built. built on the back of could not have been built without labor, the Mozambican, yeah. the Malawians. That's why you've got Rhoda Kadali, yeah? The Kadalis came from Nyasa land or somewhere. These are the people that were, yeah, champion. These they formed the early unions. The so, windows. You know, that oh the Kamwendos, <laughs> no protons, yeah. Yeah, so but, but but it's an issue that we need to touch. Yeah. Uh, we need to touch on it because if we are But not with an embarrassment. Not with embarrassment, because mm. further on, and I think it is a valid question to ask, if we are saying, okay, let us decriminalize, you know, let us find some way of um, making this a legit business. Um, Let us put some policies in place. Then we have to look at who the beneficiaries of that will be. Yeah, but Sakina, we have to hold that point because we are saying that those who do large-scale so-called normal mining, so-called legal mining, transgress so many rights. Mm. They, they, They transfer the costs onto poor communities that live with cracked homes. We get no one to address those issues. Those guys are doing illegal stuff. They mine without water. That's illegal, right? So the same issues. Who's in the dock? The DMR.